0: Hello, you're listening to the Various and Sundry Things podcast, The Vast Podcast. I am your host, Donna Gay Tyler. Beloved, how are you? That's such a churchy intro, right? There was a missionary when I was growing up. That was her. Beloved! You know, she would let that ring out across the audience, but you know, it's it's genuine. It's heartfelt. How are you? Are you staying hydrated? Um, I must confess, I have not been doing a good job. Oh, my doctor isn't listening to this. I have not been doing a good job of staying hydrated, drinking enough water like I should. Um, Yeah, it's just tricky. It's tricky being back in the classroom and talking for a living. You know, it does make me thirsty, but I'm just not drinking enough water when I was teaching my daughter how to talk or she was like emulating us, you know, you know how babies do and their baby talk, I would always say water because I didn't want her to grow up saying water <laughs> because that's how we say it. But speaking of staying hydrated and drinking, this isn't going where you're thinking. Um, coffee, that is what I am definitely drinking a lot of. I'm <laughs> definitely drinking um, more than I used to drink, as a matter of fact, in terms of coffee, literally coffee. I know where you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. At least I think I do. Yes, I am definitely drinking more coffee. Um this teaching year just requires copious amounts of coffee. I used to be able to just get, you know, like my travel mug filled up in the morning and um if I forgot to brew the coffee, set the coffee maker the night before, then I just fill up at work, I have a Keurig in my classroom, you know, make my coffee and I'd be good, you know, make it through the morning and yeah. But beloved, mm, this school year is a little bit more challenging. We talked a lot about um in the last episode, the challenges of this school year that um I am and many other teachers are facing in this like kind of post-COVID um year, post-pandemic year, at least. I don't know. I, I'm still not really sure where we are with that Um, because whatever this variant is, it's still going around. But anyway, um, what was really, really cool today, oh my God, a student of mine, um, she's in the next grade level. Well, first of all, backstory, her, sh- this girl and another girl came to my class yesterday and like, hey, Ms. Gay Tyler, we've got a little surprise for you. And then he had like a little paper towel and I saw what I thought to be spider legs. And I was like, first of all, mm-hmm. Why are students walking around with spider, a big spider and a paper towel? Who let them do this? Why are they in my classroom? And why is this a surprise for me? None of this makes any sense, right? And I just kept backing up like, no, I I don't want to see it. No, thanks. Okay, whatever it is, fake or real. mm -mm. I don't do bugs. I don't. Mm-mm, outdoors, ants, mm-mm. y'all can have all of that. You can have all of that. Um, and it turned out it was, I guess, the skin of a tarantula or something like that that they had gotten from the science teacher. Oh, ha ha. Uh uh. i will bring that in my classroom. You know, lost your mind? But you know, they were recording me, so a good time was had by all except for me. Um, but this morning, bless her little sweet soul, she came in with a cup of Starbucks. Oh my God. She knew the way to her teacher's heart. She said she had to make up for scaring me so badly yesterday. And my favorite Starbucks drink, caramel macchiato, sugar-free vanilla, and almond milk. And it was also a wonderful slice of the banana loaf bread. Um, It was just, it was unexpected and it was wonderful. And I was trying to teach my new students. I was like, see, this is what you do. This, this right here, beloved, watch, learn, emulate, do This is how you do it. It was so nice. And I thanked her and hugged her. And she's a sweetie. She's brought me Starbucks before on like just a random occasion. Like, come on now. That's what I'm talking about. Appreciate the teachers. Listen, because I surely appreciate it and surely needed it. Because like I said, copious amounts of coffee are required this particular school year. So yeah, um, that's definitely the way to my heart. Good old cup of coffee. Um I'm currently drinking. Let's see, we've got um I-, I love Dunkin' Donuts pumpkin spice coffee or pumpkin flavored coffee. Um, and we ordered some, but I guess Walmart ran out and they swapped us out with the Walmart Walmart brand of coffee, uh, pumpkin spice flavored coffee. And I was like, mm, I guess, you know, I'm sorry. Or not sorry, bit of a coffee snob. Um, I like what I like. And You know, no diss to Walmart, but excuse you, I asked you to put your little pumpkin coffee in my But it tastes pretty good. I think we're mixing it with a little bit of something else. You know, it's got a nice little kick to it. Flavorful. It's cool. Um, I also um, had bought um, some K-Cups, and I know some of them are not, you know, like... um, what's the term I'm using? Uh, Earth friendly, you know, because it can't be recycled, but some of the newer K cups are coming in um, recyclable little containers. So you can just tear the top off the little foil top off, empty the grounds and boom, you can recycle the little cup itself. Um, and so I had bought some Death Wish coffee. I've been wanting to try that for like the longest time and it was pretty good. It's, a, it's supposedly the sh- world's strongest coffee. Mm, I don't know about that though. I don't know about that. I've had Starbucks uh, two times the caffeine and whoa, Whoa, whoa! Yeah, that that'll kick you. That'll give you a, a good little jump kick. Okay, yes, yes. That'll that'll jump start you for sure. Um, so I said I've been drinking the pumpkin spice. Like that a lot. Um, the Death Wish coffee. It's good. It's a, I got the medium one. I think I probably should have gotten the more bold flavor. Um, But it just wasn't as strong as I thought it was going to be. And like I said, this school year, we don't have time to play. Nope, time to play. Um, And so a friend of mine on Facebook, I was like, you need to try this. And so she posted a picture of it, I think, or the name of it. It's called Wake the Hell Up. (laughs) I was like, yes, I need that. I want that in my life. Uh, Just, you know, to see how strong it is. And so I've, I've had one. I've had one cup of it. And it is good. It is good and it will absolutely wake you up. <laughs> the best part of waking up is apparently. Okay. Um, we gotta keep this PG. Um, but yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I, I like it. Uh, there's this other coffee that we used to like in the house, Intelligentsia. I think they um I think it's from Chicago, as a matter of fact, and I can't remember which one we liked. Um, because they have a couple different, you know, uh, flavors or whatever. And but that's some good strong coffee too. When I was little, my dad said that good strong coffee would put hair on your chest. And I would always wonder about that. Like, "Mm, I identify as a girl, so why do I want hair on my chest again? Mm, No thanks. But anyway, yeah, here we go. This episode, just in case you didn't catch it, is an ode to coffee. I love it. I just do. And so because I love coffee so much and because I've been drinking so much coffee um, much more than Okay, yeah, much more than I usually do. I thought I'd do a whole episode dedicated to my favorite morning beverage. Do you drink coffee? Yeah? Are you drinking coffee right now? Listen, I'm not judging you. If it's the afternoon or the evening and you need another cup of coffee, I totally understand. I get it. It's hard out here. I mean, we're definitely living in the last days. I mean, we got monkeypox, pandemic, the president... um, Waving or uh, $10,000 $20,000 in student loans. Hey, you just never know what's coming up next. You know, former president's house got raided by the FBI last week. What? <laughs> just what? What is happening? You take your home documents. You got you get fired and you just take your home documents from work. You can't steal pens from work. You can't, you can't take the copy paper. Are you taking top government secret? Okay, that's not what this episode is about. Anyway, coffee. What is coffee? Have you ever stopped to think about it? What exactly is it? I remember the first time I went to a Starbucks and I saw pictures of the beans on the wall. And I was like, what are those green things and what are those red things? Because when we think about coffee beans, actually, you know, they're brown, they're roasted. But turns out, um, what we are roasting or what's roasted and what we then grind and brew and you know, all the pour overs and all that other wonderful stuff. Those are actually berries, the pictures of them. The coffee bean um, comes from a berry, comes from the coffee plant and has these red berries. You know, when they're um, ripe, the berries are red and then they're harvested and the beans are actually inside the little berry. Did you know that? Did you? And I guess they've um, in their natural state, they look like legumes. So hence why they're called like coffee beans, although they're they aren't technically beans, I guess. I don't know. Can't do a little bit more research on that one, but yeah, um, it's actually a berry. Um, they call it the pip inside the little uh, berry, and um, coffee, wonderful stuff. Um, grown in the coffee belt. I always wondered about that too. Like, you know, that I grew up in that era when uh, the coffee commercials were like featuring Juan Valdez. Like, okay, who is he? (laughs) Is he the only one picking coffee? Can't be growing it or picking the coffee beans. Can't be, but um, turns out most of the coffee in the world is grown in Brazil. So whoop, there it is. As a matter of fact, the only state in the United States that grows coffee is Hawaii. Um, you know, I think that's the Kona coffee, right? Um, I think I saw something about California trying to get in on the coffee game. But y'all already get wine. Leave it alone. <laughs> Nothing wrong with anybody else growing coffee, but yeah. So the coffee belt is the equatorial region of the Earth where coffee grows. Um, and I said the biggest um, producer of coffee on the planet is Brazil. Um, wait, uh, my girl went to South America. Hey, Kelsey, and brought back some coffee. Oh my god, that was a couple years ago, and it was so good. I was like. Like, I don't it didn't have that label handpicked by Juan Valdez. I don't know if that dudes still alive, but it was like authentic Brazilian coffee, and it was so good. Like, yes, it did not put hair on my chest. Um, I can testify to that. Nope, no hair in the chest, but it was still really, really good stuff. Um, so I also read I've done my homework a little bit. Um, there's first of all, there's a ton of coffee websites. Should have known that, right? All these people who are addicted. Excuse your truck there's uh, all these people who are addicted to coffee and growing coffee and selling coffee and consuming coffee. That'd be me. Um, a lot of websites, um, the national coffee makers, uh, coffee grower, coffee buyers association, um, two popular, uh, roasts of coffee or beans, coffee beans, Arabica and Robusta. Arabica is what we're probably drinking most of the time. It's the most popular one. The Robusta coffee is like, um, naturally really bitter and it's only used as a filler or, um, you know, like instant coffee, which is demonic. Uh, now, I will admit, I used to drink instant coffee. Hey, when you ain't got no coffee maker, you make do. Is desperate times call for desperate measures? But never again. Where's Kelly? Um, yeah. Um, but they use that in um robusta. They use that as a filler um in uh, instant coffee and also um for espresso because you know, whoop, there it is. Um. Yeah, a lot of information, like I said, out there about coffee. And you should know, you know, what's going on with your coffee, what you're drinking. Um, speaking of what you're drinking, I read this article on Bloomberg.com, um, posted back in March. Uh, more Americans are drinking coffee daily as the workforce swells. So I guess this is as everybody was going back to work. um, They needed more coffee. Some 66% of Americans, according to the article, are drinking coffee daily. That's a lot. I am definitely in that 66, probably making up more than my fair share. Um, And that's up from 58% in 2021 and 63% in 2020. I wonder why that dip in 2021. Interesting. Um, They said this 66% of Americans that are drinking coffee is being quote driven by the 40 plus Year old uh, cohort who are drinking coffee at home. That would be me. Because coffee is expensive. And remember, you know, we're in an inflationary times right at, right in through here. And uh, so most people, you know, us 40s, 40 year olds and up, we're uh, making our coffee at home. Now, that's not to say that I don't enjoy, as I mentioned earlier, a great cup of coffee. I do like Starbucks. Okay, I do love Starbucks. Be a little bit more honest. I've been drinking Starbucks coffee for forever. I I don't even remember when I started. Honestly, um, I remember when they came out with their little, um, the Starbucks Rewards program. Why couldn't I think of the name of that? But anyway, years ago when it came out, um, they had little gold cards, and you know you could get them with your name on it. And honey, you could not tell me that I was not balling in Starbucks, just spending all my little money, and. The last school that I taught at in Chicago was like about two blocks away from a Starbucks. Um, And I was there every day, every day, every day, sometimes twice a day. It's terrible, right? Um, Spending so much money in Starbucks, Lord. Uh, So much so that the manager still remembers me. She ran into a friend of mine um, and was like, hey, how's your friend? Almost like, you know, we're describing what I look like. I was like, oh. My God, you know, that's, that's amazing. Um, and they were good. Those people, the baristas in there, everybody in that Starbucks. Oh my God. They were so nice right there. Um, where's that one? Roosevelt, Roosevelt and state right off of Roosevelt and state. That was, that was my spot. I went there and they knew me and they took care of me. Donna, you having your regular, just pick it up down here at the end, just paying for it. Like girl, bye. I'm out of here. But yeah, so I do like a good couple Starbucks. Um, I like Starbucks for their specialty drinks though, right? So the caramel macchiato. Um, I used to love lattes. Um, and I had to learn the, the lingo. You know, like if you're going into Starbucks and you're going to order. Listen, if you don't know what you're going to order and you're going into Starbucks, please pull out your phone before you get in line. Don't hold up the line because um, let me get a, a medium. Nope. Bye. Get out. <clears throat> okay. Don't get out because Starbucks still wants your money. But at least learn the lingo. You know what I mean? Don't. mm-mm. Yeah. So yeah, I love me a good old caramel macchiato with uh, almond milk, sugar-free vanilla. Good stuff. Um, sometimes I'll add some stevia to it. I say stevia. I know some people say stevia, whatever. Is it stevia? Probably should be. It's an E and an I. Those those vowels can't sound the same. Okay, stevia. Anyway, but I think at Starbucks, they say stevia. Nevertheless. Um, yeah, love uh Starbucks. I love a uh, caramel macchiato. I love lattes. Wait, what was that thing they had last year? It was like a honey almond something macchiato. That thing was really, really good. It was an apple crisp macchiato. I'm looking at my picture from last year. Listen, I was addicted to those iced. Ooh, those were really, really good. Oh my goodness. Yeah, so I do enjoy a good um cup of Starbucks, something special. Now, now, for a regular cup of coffee, this might surprise you, listener. But I love Dunkin' Donuts. Ooh, as a matter of fact, that's our go-to in the house on the weekend. Like, um, to go out to Dunkin' Donuts and get a like a large. So at Dunkin' Donuts, beloved, you can order a large cup of coffee. Okay, knock yourself out. Yeah, but a large cup of Dunkin' Donuts coffee, like just the original blend is really, really good. One thing I was reading online, and I can't remember what website it was on, but the question was, why does your coffee tastes so different when you brew it at the house. Even when you buy the beans or you buy the ground coffee from the coffee house, why does it still taste so different when you're brewing it at your house? And the biggest difference I read is the water. See the, see how that's important? Water. Um, because most uh, coffee houses, um, even your Dunkin' Donuts, even McDonald's, mm, I don't want to pass too much judgment on McDonald's coffee. But anyway, um, Yeah, most places use filtered water, some type of, you know, special water. They're not just using tap water. That's the, and I'll keep saying water, right? They're not just using tap water to brew their coffee. They're using filtered water. So if you're using tap water at home and it tastes different, that's probably what the biggest difference is. Um, Even if you grind your own beans at home, um, and sometimes we do, not all the time, but um, there's a place here called Coffee Times. Hmm. They have some delicious beans. Oh my goodness! I like to go in and uh, buy their coffee, um, and then they'll grind it for you. Depending on what type of um, coffee maker you have, they'll grind it for you right there in the store. Um, and it's 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 really really good. They've got so many varieties of um, coffee right here in town. Good stuff. I like them. I like them also. But yes, Starbucks definitely my number one. No surprise, it's also the number one coffee chain in the world, some 15,000 locations, I think I read. (laughs) I sound like my husband, 15,000 locations. Um, And then second uh, biggest coffee chain here in the United States would be Dunkin'. Because they've rebranded themselves, right? It's not, I misspoke earlier when I called them Dunkin' Donuts. I think they're just Dunkin' right now, right? Um, But they've got some good coffee. As a matter of fact, when I lived in Chicago, Um, And a Dunkin' Donuts opened up closer to me on my commute to work, um, I would buy Dunkin' Donuts coffee because my commute took a little while. You know how it is. You live in Chicago. Going anywhere (laughs) takes a little bit of time and patience. Um, It's a big city and lots of traffic. So as opposed to waiting until I got closer to work to go to Starbucks and get my coffee, I would go to Dunkin' Donuts, get a large coffee, drink it in traffic. It made the commute much more bearable much more bearable. And then sometimes I stopped at Starbucks too and got another cup of coffee, but stop judging me, judge other people. Don't judge me. (laughs) I read this uh, article at insider.com and it was talking about the largest, no, not the largest, but I guess the best coffee chains, maybe it was the largest coffee chains um, from a, what is the September 29th article um, from last year. So the top, yes, the top and biggest coffee chains, Starbucks, Dunkin', a place called Tim Hortons, never been there. Um, Dutch Brothers. What was funny, we had a conversation in, in one of my classes today talking about coffee and one of my students asked if I'd ever um, had Dutch Brothers coffee. And I said, no, but I just read an article about it. He's like, it's really good. Apparently the student used to live in um, out West in Washington State and said that the coffee was good. Now, you know, I got much love for a kid that knows something about some good coffee. Like seriously, we are like best friends now. We're gonna do each other's hair. It's yeah, we're best. Besties. And then um Pete's coffee, which I think used to be Starbucks uh, bean supplier, um, is also in this uh this ranking. I thought that was interesting. It's like, oh, okay, Pete's, I see you at the store sometimes. Might have to give me a bag of Pete's and now and then. How do you brew your coffee at home? Are you really fruit fruit? Do you use a French press? Um, you do the pour over. We just use a regular drip. Uh, coffee maker. Um I am thinking about upgrading again. This would be like my third upgrade. I keep spending more and more m- money on these coffee makers. Cuz here's the thing. Keurigs are okay in a pinch, but if you really do want a really like strong cup of coffee, I think you just need to go ahead and brew a whole pot. So even if this is going to sound wasteful, even if I'm just making coffee for me, I try not to brew like just a 3 cup pot of coffee. I want like 6 7 cups. I feel like it, you know, in order to get the full taste of it I need to, you know, you know, brew up a pot of coffee. And um yeah, so yes. <laughs> I do, which means that I end up buying a lot of coffee. Interestingly enough, um I've been drinking coffee for a long time my grandmother god rest her soul um introduced all of us my myself my brother my cousins uh as children we would drink coffee around her uh breakfast table and, you know southern grandmothers you know you don't just have you know pancakes and eggs for breakfast we had like biscuits bacon fried chicken rice and gravy you know that was breakfast at grandma's house Along with some eggs, too. Um, And we had coffee. She would give us coffee with lots of cream, you know, so that we weren't drinking straight coffee and bouncing all over the walls. But yeah, as a child, I've been drinking coffee and I've passed through various phases of, you know, kind of love, hate, not love, hate. I take that back. I've been through various phases of strong addiction, um, strong dependence, and less dependence. Um, But it definitely got cemented when I was in college. And, had to, had to have coffee. I mean, you're studying all night long. You're staying up all night long. You're just doing everything all night long. All night. Long. Okay. Can I sing that without having to pay royalty? Never mind. Um. Yeah. So definitely got uh my love affair with coffee was cemented in college and just enjoyed it. Just and still do. Like, hey, it just is what it is. I make no apologies for it. I like my coffee. I'm gonna drink it. Um. I read this interesting article because. <laughs> Drink coffee so much at various and sundry times in my life, I've um had to field the question of what well, don't you think all that coffee, you know, is it really good for you? First of all, you're not a doctor, go sit down somewhere. You know, people kill me with that. Like, did I ask you anything? Do I talk about what you eat? Okay, if I do, I'm sorry. But um, I've had to field that question a couple of times. Like, is coffee really, really good for you? And honestly, um, when we were growing up, I guess you know, there was a lot of medical advice out there that suggested that coffee wasn't that good for you. You know, um, it, it also kind of depends on how you take it. You know, black coffee like, has like one calorie in it or something like that. Um, you know, once you start adding, you know, your various creams and, you know, if you're doing whole sugar, you know, uh, white table sugar, or if you're doing, um, what is that stuff, Splenda? I will use that every now and then in a pinch. Um, but it's so much sweeter than table sugar, you um, it's, it, it can really throw your taste buds off and does something else with your insides. But of course, you know, like if you, I can't drink a caramel macchiato every day, it's got a ton of calories in it, a ton of sugar. And so then that's when you get into, um, problems with, uh, that's when you get into problems, um, with, you know, the overconsumption of coffee, it's the poor ends, you know, coffee itself actually has a lot of antioxidants so I went to, you know, you know how you Google stuff. Is coffee healthy? What are the benefits of drinking coffee? And then I started posting these a couple of years ago. And then I guess people got off my back. And so I was like, good, leave me alone in. Just leave me alone. Um... But actually it does. Coffee has a lot of antioxidants. Um, you'll get the oils and some of the other kind of yucky stuff. I shouldn't say yucky because people do like a French press, not me. I, I need my coffee filtered, you know? Just just like real life. I, I want life filtered sometimes. I, I don't need it. I'm I i do not need all the burnt edges and all that other kind of stuff to leave a little bit of it off for me. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's just like send your kids to school filtered. I'm hoping my child is filtered when she goes to school because I'm so sorry, kindergarten teacher. But anyway. Yeah, so I read this article, The Nine Benefits or Nine Reasons Why the Right Amount of Coffee is Good for You. And like I said, this is on um, Johns Hopkins' website. Um, Yeah, wait, I got to scroll down. Here we go. Uh, Top benefits. You could live longer. Did you know that? People who drink coffee um, are less likely to die from um, the leading causes of death, like in women, especially, like heart disease and stroke and diabetes and kidney disease. So, yes, on this list, um, number one, uh, you could live longer. Yeah. Isn't that wonderful? Number two, your body may process glucose or sugar better. That's the theory behind studies, according to the article, that found that people who drink more coffee are less likely to get type 2 diabetes. Ain't that good? Now, I guess that probably means you can't be, you know, adding like buckets of sugar to it. I mean, I like my coffee sweet too, but... mm, I don't like table sugar in my coffee anymore. Um third reason, you're less likely to develop heart failure. Drinking one or two cups one or two cups of coffee a day may ward off heart failure. Number four, you're less likely to develop Parkinson's disease. Um number five, I feel like the top 10, 10 list on David Letterman except it's top 9 list I guess. Your liver will thank you, both regular and decaf, the devil ill yeah. yeah. Oh, and for the record, decaffeinated coffee isn't Fully decaffeinated. Just throw that out there for you. Um, both seem to pre- um, be protective of your um having a protective effect on your liver. Um, not mm, let's say coffee researchers think that coffee drinkers are more likely to have liver enzyme levels within a healthy range than people who don't drink coffee. Mm, too bad for you. I'm sorry, that's not nice, is it? Your DNA will be stronger. Dark roast coffee, see, yeah. Um, decreases breakage in DNA strands, which occur naturally, but can lead to cancers or tum- tumors if not repaired by your cells. Number seven, your R- odds of getting colon cancer will go way down. One in 23 women, did you know that? Develop colon cancer. The researchers found that coffee drinkers, here we go again with this decaf, Ill, but I know that's because of the compounds in coffee, not the caffeination. I get it. I get it. Uh, decaf or regular were 26% less likely to develop colorectal colorectal cancer. I'm having some difficulty reading Um, this afternoon. Read number eight. You may decrease your risk of getting Alzheimer's disease. Ain't that good news? Um, And listen, here's something that shocked me. Two thirds of Americans living with Alzheimer's are women. I did not know that. I don't, hmm, I don't know why. I guess the messaging somehow to me is that the majority of people who have Alzheimer's are men, but apparently they're women But the caffeine, apparently, in two cups of coffee may provide, as article says, significant protection against developing Alzheimer's. Ain't that good news? And then number nine, you're not as likely to suffer a stroke. For women, according to the article, drinking at least one cup of coffee a day is associated with lowered stroke risk, which is the fourth leading cause of death in women. So how much coffee is safe for women to drink? Um, Three to five cups. Um, with a maximum intake of 400 milligrams of caffeine. So you're saying like an average eight ounce cup has about 100 milligrams of caffeine, a little less than that, about 95. I remember when I was pregnant um, and I was, especially in the early stage, right? Um, First trimester, and I was concerned about uh, drinking coffee. I remember another friend of mine, this was years ago when she was pregnant with her first child. Um, she was concerned about dyeing her hair. She's like, I'm I'm not a natural blonde. I need to be blonde. And she's like, I found me a doctor that was like, girl, yeah, go ahead and dye your hair. Blonde. Bleach it. You know, not dye it blonde, bleach it blonde. That was so funny to me. But my concern, here I was later, years later, laughing like, oh my God, that's so vain. And here I was like, so doc, a uh, rob." Um, can I have coffee or not? Cause I'm not going to make it long. The baby needs caffeine too. Right. Right. And and so the doctor was like, you know, you can have coffee, but you got to keep it, um, you know, keep it to a minimum. Like don't, and I, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't drinking a whole lot of uh, coffee, but I just, mm-mm, what's the point of decaf? Ugh, just drink tea. No offense to my friends who are tea drinkers. And some of my friends who are tea drinkers, you all drink some exotic teas, like shout out Joyce that, Lavender blue tea that you put on um, social media the other day. Girl, that tea looked good. I forgot to order it. It's still in my cart on Amazon. Oh, well. Got to get to it. Yeah. um, I went through a tea phase also, and then I came back to coffee. But anyway, love, 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 love coffee. In my closing remarks, as I go to my seat, as, um, you know, Baptist preachers do, and um, Kojic preachers too, uh, sanctified folks, that's what they call, you know, people in the non-Baptist church, I guess, who are, you know, in the black church sanctified. Well, that's what they used to say back in the day. But anyway, as I go to as I go to my seat, as I close and I get like 15 closings, like, come on, Rev, wrap it up. Um, I thought I'd end um just with a little bit of a more personal note. Um, how much I love coffee, been drinking it since I was a child. I mentioned that already, didn't I? I did. Um how I like my coffee now. I'ma talked about that too. I did. Um, I actually gave my daughter (laughs) a little sip of coffee. She used to, you know how kids, they do what you do. And so um, she took my empty Starbucks coffee when she was little, probably when she was like two and she was, it was nothing in it. It had to be but drops, right? But she kept like trying to turn it up and drink it. I was like, hey, 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 no, sis, you just too, no way, no, too young. And not too long ago, actually, um, maybe this summer, I think earlier this summer, I let her drink a little bit of coffee with a lot of cream. Um we tend to drink the uh lactose-free, sugar-free creams um that don't have too many like ridiculous fillers in them cuz some some of the stuff that, you know, is doing business as cream, it's just really gross. Um and it's just water. So it doesn't make your coffee creamier. It's like what's the point of this? This is like just adding more like cold water <laughs> to coffee. I also read somewhere that adding cream to your coffee actually makes it hotter longer. I don't know the science on that. I got to talk to my science uh teacher friend at work about that tomorrow um but yeah but yeah I let my daughter uh drink a little bit of coffee and um uh, with cream um I don't know if I put sugar in it um like I said I drink drink my coffee with um organic stevia or stevia however you pronounce that and she seemed a little bit too hyped about it too even then like I said that was this summer going right you know right before kindergarten I was like mm mm-hmm back off a little bit. I'm pretty sure I was drinking coffee around five or six, but not regularly. I get it. Yeah, I'm not trying to like make her a Saturday morning coffee drinker, but you know, I want her to appreciate it. She is not going to grow up hating coffee. I'm so sorry. I know that kids do that sometimes. Like, oh, my parents used to drink this all the time. I have students like that and I just can't stand the smell of it. I'm like, get out of my classroom. You're going to fail. Well, I can't help you right now. <laughs> um, but here's my ode to coffee. Now, I'm not a rapper. Um, I'm not a lyricist. But um, I thought I'd pull together um, my literary uh, attempt in an ode to coffee by Gay Tyler. Ah, 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 ah. Caffeinate me, oh sweet cup of glee, with thy strong and robust aroma heavenly. While i style have you, I prefer thee hot. Almost piping with cream and organic stevia, but not a lot. Tepid coffee is gross, and weak coffee even worse. I'd rather have no coffee at all. Just call me a nurse. Is it the caffeine or the flavor I favor? Tis both from a sturdy travel mug that I savor. Am I addicted? Perhaps, but I'm no slave. Slave Slavey. I had to throw that in there. I'm no slave. Simply put, hot coffee in the morning. Yes, it's my fave. And that's it, friends. That's my ode to coffee. Hope you got a little coffee education along the way. Perhaps while you're drinking your favorite cup right now. Mm-hmm. Cheers to you, friends. Cheers to you. Listen, thanks again for listening. Feel free to follow me on social media. My handle is at Donna Gay Tyler. Um, and feel free to follow me too on your podcast, your favorite podcast listening listening platform, wherever you may be listening to this podcast. Go ahead and follow. Leave some comments, leave some stars, some likes, something like that. Let me know you're listening. Let me know what you like. Let me know what you don't like, but not really too much because, yeah. mm -hmm. Um. (laughs) And as always, friends, as always, tip of the coffee mug to you. Stay classy, drink good coffee, and thanks for stopping by.